One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yep. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll- I a Bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains-like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. This is Grafting with Grace Ann, the only place to get coverage of the best and worst plays from the most recent episode of Love Island. I'm your host, Grace Ann Parks. Welcome back to Grafting. I'm your host, Grace Ann. I know it's been a hot minute, but today we are going to be breaking down Love Island USA episodes 27 through 33. Now, I know when you last heard me, we were still on Love Island UK. COVID, basically, it ruined it. Uh, It threw me off. And the everyday podcast was, even for me, quite an undertaking. So I wanted to change it to once a week. Again, grafting is all about experimenting, changing, being flexible, doing new things. So I'm still obviously figuring out this format. And hopefully, it becomes more cemented. I know we only have one more week of Love Island USA left, but I'm going to see if the Love Island games are any good. I know that's coming in September. 
And then obviously, um, instead of winter Love Island UK this year, it's going to be a Love Island UK all-star season. I want to talk about this Love Island USA season, and I'm also very curious what you guys are thinking about it. At first, I it always is an adjustment going from the UK to the US season because they're just not as advanced as the UK series. And I mean, they're only in season five. That's totally normal. But I think it it's always just a little bit of an adjustment. But with that being said, I do think this season is good. I feel like th- it took me a little bit to get into this season, but they are taking the comments and critiques that people are making while the UK season is airing, like on Reddit and Twitter and stuff. And I think they're trying it here in the US version because this Casa Amor that we just had was one of the best Casa Amors we've ever had. Leo and Johnny sleeping together. We haven't had people, we've had people like, again, uh, Andrew and Coco, he licked her tit or whatever. We had that. That's like the most scandalous thing I can think of in recent Love Island history. This cause more, I mean, and then Keenan and Naja, I'm it was it was good. That's what it was. And basically this recap is just kind of picking up right where the Casa recoupling left off, but if you are struggling to get through the season, just keep going. That's my advice cuz me and Lizzie really love it. But let's just get into it. So listen, KK and Keenan, Kate, like we're already seeing at the opening of episode 27 that KK is basically all good with Keenan again. She barely gave him a test. It's so bizarre to me. She broke down weeping in Cosmo when she saw the video of Keenan. Look at what Cassie's doing. She is making Leonardo graft. She's not giving him the time of day. KK, came back from Casa Amor like this badass and you know just like F you Keenan and immediately fell back into his trap uh, I really liked KK I was disappointed she basically says an ITM the heart wants what it wants yeah Selena Gomez said that after she got back together and broke up with Justin Bieber 8,000 times then she finally realized oh wait this just doesn't work it's not a good relationship for either of us. How are you talking about Keenan changing? He hasn't changed at all. He hasn't proven anything to you. So Carmen, Hannah, and I, Imani are all talking, and Hannah starts venting to them about KK after the Casa recoupling. So when Hannah and Marco wanted to pull KK from Keenan right after the recoupling to kind of give her like a, a moment to breathe because they're being good friends, KK just kind of stood back and then Keenan started getting snippy with Hannah being like, yeah, that's right. Go away. She doesn't need you to pull her or whatever. And Hannah's just upset because KK is like one of her best friends in the villa and she didn't even like stand up for her in that moment. And she said to the girls, like, I would never let Marco treat one of my friends like that. And here's the, the thing. The reason why it's so disappointing with KK is because she got the ultimate victimization edit, which is what you want as a player in these games. 
everybody was riding for her. Everybody on Twitter. The fourth audience was just like, F you, Keenan. How dare you? You made this girl literally fall to her knees crying. It just sucks that she she didn't even give him a chance to prove that he's changed. In the morning, though, we get this scene of Johnny talking to Keenan about her problems with Leo. I literally had to like pause my TV because I was like, wait, well, I'm sorry. Why are you going to Keenan for your relationship problems? Did I miss something? Keenan's like giving her advice and he's like, you know what? Leo is showing a bad pattern of behavior. The hypocrisy is stunning. I, I just, I can't. It's so, he's basically like, I really don't like to see good people get hurt, but if I'm the one hurting them, then it's fine. Then we get this scene of Carmen pulling Leo to confront him. I, I didn't like this at all because, think about it. If you look at Leo and Keenan. They both were unfaithful in Casa. Obviously, Leo was, you know, went all the way. But they both broke their girl's trust, right? I feel like Leo, and again, I, I don't want to give him an excuse. I, I, I just think that when he realized what he did, it felt like his apology was genuine. It felt like this was a young dude who got caught up and when he realized that he really did hurt somebody, Cassie, he was like, oh no. Like, it felt genuine. Whereas with Keenan, anytime anybody has brought up his actions, he immediately gets defensive. The only time he says he's sorry is like when KK has to like literally press this man against the wall with facts. He's like, I'm sorry, okay? It's like one of these guys actually seems remorseful, and one does not. She tells him to make a decision to stop stringing Johnny and Cassie along. And then Carmen goes in. She like doubles down and says, it sucks because right now you don't seem like a prize worth winning in my opinion. And I feel bad for whatever girl you do end up with. I pray you don't do this shit to them ever again. Why aren't you saying this to Keenan? Why isn't anybody? Why? Why? But before she can triple down on him, um, they get a text that Kenzo and Carmen are going to go on their first date. Kenzo and Carmen go kayaking. They have champagne on a beach. Kenzo asks Carmen to be his girlfriend. And this would have been my play of the game, but it was not because Kenzo is going to do my error of the game and a big error at that at the end of this episode. So sorry, buddy. This play of the game ain't yours. But it was a good play until you ruined it. Then we get the first movie night in Love Island USA history. This was good, okay? I was so excited to see this in the US version. I'm so glad they did it. The first clip that we see on movie night is The Tale of Two Hideaways, which is basically showing Destiny and Zay and Casa when Destiny falls asleep. And then we see Taylor S. and Bergie's hideaway experience where she's putting him in handcuffs. Usually the first clip is a funny one like this, a light one rather. The next clip, an affair to remember. This shows Leo telling Johnny he would go hard for her in the real world and then him asking her for a kiss and then them in bed and everybody's like shook. After this clip, the girls check in on Johnny 
which I thought was really nice because obviously Johnny is in this Cassie Leonardo situation as well. And I thought it was really like sweet that like they wanted to make sure she was okay too. Cassie asks Johnny if Leo ever brought her up and she says yes the same night he asked Johnny to share a bed with him and Cassie's like wait he asked you to share a bed he told me you asked him and she's like nope Johnny then confronts Leo he tries to say what Cassie said isn't true and then Cassie starts World War III by saying well how about you telling me you regret having sex with Johnny dang and finally Johnny and Cassie are just like just pick a girl already. This was almost my air of the game. Basically, in front of everybody, Leo is having to explain his feelings. I don't care how much peer pressure there is in a situation like this. You do not do this type of conversation in front of everyone. It It, it is always going to backfire. And it does because everybody still thinks he is a douche. If people are peer pressuring you in this situation, you just say, this is none of you guys' business. If you want me to continue being disrespectful, I can air out all of our dirty laundry right here in front of you guys, but I'd rather not because I do respect these two girls. And he just, he really did cave. I can see how one would cave, but you, you can't. I don't care. You can't. Thankfully for Leo, this was not my air of the game because Kenzo's going to do something later that pisses me off so much. But we continue movie night with episode 28. And the next clip is Mean Girls. And dude, this was Carmen and Hannah talking about Cassie and Mattia and Casa Amor. And this is when they call her shallow. And Hannah says she feels Leo is too good for Cassie. I was like, oh, this. Ooh, if I was Cassie, I would feel I would feel betrayed. Next clip never-ending video story. This is when the girls get the clip in Casa Amor and KK breaks down weeping. And during the playing of this clip, Keenan says out loud, at least I look good on TV though. No words. I, no, I'm not even going to give that a reaction. That is, no, actually I am. That is ridiculous. This, I can't believe she went home with him. I can't. I'm, I'm, she could have won the whole damn thing and she decided to stay with him. At least I look good on TV though. Shut up. Shut it. Shut it. Shut the shut it, Keenan. And the only reason Keenan actually starts to look remorseful during the airing of this clip during movie night where KK is literally falling on her knees weeping is because he's realizing how bad he looks to all of America. He doesn't care about KK. He cares about how he is coming across. And that is the end of movie night. Loved it. After movie night, Cassie and Johnny talk. And this was my first thought. I wrote this down. I said, they need to couple up and be the first Love Island USA lesbian couple. This was before the storyline about Cassie and Johnny was even a thing. Like, I I watched this as it was airing. Am I psychic? Probably not. I saw the connection with them. I saw that spark early, y'all. Then Cassie tells johnny that leo said he regretted sleeping with her and in an itm johnny's reaction to that comment is that's federal prison time for a man to look you dead in the eyes and lie to you and my reaction to that was well the majority of men i've ever known ever in my entire life should be in federal prison then we're gonna start overcrowding our prisons soon with sentences like that destiny and zay fight 
Jonah makes things exclusive with Taylor C. Leo and Johnny are done. And during KK and Keenan's reconciliation, even after movie night, which is just boggles my mind, I made a note. They played Bumper Cars by Alex and Sierra, which took me back, dude. Alex and Sierra, uh, did they win? Yes, they won a second season of X Factor, the second or the third. I was a big Alex and Sierra fan. They were like magical when they sang together. She now is engaged to one of the guys in Five Sauce, Five Seconds of Summer. I don't know what he's doing now, but they were, they were, I, this song was like a throwback. Now for episode 29, I did something different. I wanted to see what it would be like for me to react as it was airing live. I'm trying a lot of new things. So you can tell me if you like this. I only did it for this one episode. I will pick back up on episode 31. Oh my gosh. Keenan got the fewest votes. I, I was totally thinking it was going to be Zay. Because just like how Hannah O got the least votes, she was immediately dumped. I was like, oh, okay, it's just going to be a, a Casa boy who gets immediately dumped. Keenan was just immediately dumped. This is good television. He immediately goes up and tries to like kiss KK. And she's like, no, baby, I'm leaving with you. KK, what are you doing? You at, uh, okay, KK has been my favorite up until she got back into the villa. Because she barely made him go through any tests. And she's just like, no, I'm leaving too. And I usually don't side with Cassie. But Cassie is literally like grabbing KK. And she's like, dude, no. Like, no, you're not leaving with him. That that would be dumb. It would be so dumb. She has so much more potential. She could still redeem herself. What? I swear if she leaves with him, uh, never mind. That was quick. She just said, can I please say something? And Sarah's like, yeah, what's up? She's like, uh, I'd like to voluntarily leave. You can just leave. You don't need to make like a, a speech about it. But why, KK? Why, dude? Honestly, Keenan doesn't even look thrilled with her decision to leave with him. He's like, the face play he's doing is just like, ugh. I mean, how is she not seeing this? Or is she seeing this and just, like, not caring? Ugh, she should not leave. This is such a big error. Carmen is inconsolable right now. Like, she's literally, like, holding her face. Kenzo is, like, has his arms around her, is, like, kissing her head. She looks devastated that KK would leave. Keenan just made a very um, correct statement. He uh, is sitting with KK on like the dumping bench, I guess, with Hannah O. And he just whispers, you're too good for me. Yeah. W yes. Correct. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Dark Lord Highland basically turns to KK and Keenan, and she's like, I just want to make sure KK that you're a hundred percent like okay with the decision you just made. She's like, yeah. And then Mike, he then turns to Sarah and is like, yeah, that sounded disrespectful. Why do you have to say it like that? And Sarah's like, huh? Now, see, this would be a perfect situation for Wells. <laughs> Imagine if Wells just comes out from like the, the 
the corner and is just like, listen here, buddy, and just gives him one of his quote unquote pep talks. Okay, Mike. And also, you do not talk to a dark lord like that. Just don't insert yourself. What a dingus. Ugh. Okay, so Leo is safe and so is Taylor S. Oh my gosh, Johnny is the final safe girl, meaning that Taylor C is going home. I I thought that her and Jonah were starting something really nice. Oh man, but it's more fun if Johnny's still there, let's be real. Jonah's like, I want to leave with Taylor. I found what I came here for. Thank God the final safe boy is Zay. We're going to yeet Mike out of this villa and never speak of him again. It just sucks because KK could have won this whole thing. And I wanted her to win. She is choosing to leave with him. Okay. Imani just said in an ITM that Bergy is giving big dick energy, guys. It's... I, no words, shocked, offended, confused, upset. I'm, I'm just going to keep watching. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. If you have sensitive skin, you're going to want to hear about One Skin's scientifically proven topical supplements. This is face, eye, body, shield, and it can all be used with any of their other products, which are free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red, irritated, or itchy. Their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval. You got to keep that skin glowing if you want to be keeping up the level of face play that I've got going on. And OneSkin was founded by an all-woman team of scientists. Their products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Uh, Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products often. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ROSES at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ROSES. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support Gore and tell them that we sent you. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to Canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today. 
with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Clues, underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go-to. I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt and <laughs> my... Um, <laughs> which is not what this uh, ad is about. But I am also wearing the super soft, sustainable modal fabric thong with no roll black waistband. Mm. You want that. You don't want it to be rolling. You don't want it to be showing. And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now. Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies <laughs> makes great underwear. It's in the name, Me Undies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash roses. That's meundies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. Meundies. Comfort. From the outside in. Did someone put bath salts in the Casa Boys breakfast this morning? Because they are acting unhinged <laughs> and wild during this challenge. Uh, I, I mean, one of the things that I really liked about Casa in general is that both the boys and the girls were like all super hot, but specifically the guys, they were hot and they seemed more mature. And now that they're back in the villa and doing this challenge, it's like, what? Like, Mattia and Zay, like, where did this come from? Like, I feels like they've both been like caged animals for like a week. Okay, Cassie just got the text to meet Scott out front for a date. Oh, this is just so good. Oh my gosh, Scott's intro. He's literally like, no matter how good the American boys are, one thing they don't have is the accent. And he is a hundred percent right. I mean... A British accent, just in general, makes you, like, mm, two points hotter. It's like how when I worked for Nikki, we came to the conclusion that fake eyelashes and a spray tan, those two things make you automatically two points hotter. Like, it's just a fact. British accents, same way. Especially on a guy. Let's go. Oh my gosh, she recognized him immediately! Oh, I love how straightforward Scott is. He's just like, he's like getting the down low from Cassie. He's, you can see the wheels spinning. Like he's already formulating a strategy. He's like, all right, so Matia's out of the picture. Leo's not an option anymore. And that means you're single. And she's like, yeah. And I mean, she's like bright eyed and bushy tailed looking at him. Her pupils are dilated. Oh my gosh. Why am I already falling for it? This is why Scott's such a good player like 
he's like, oh, and I really like the American accent as well. And Cassie's like, really? And he's like, oh my gosh, yeah. He's so charming. Or maybe it's the music. I don't know, but I'm kind of loving this. I hope you enjoyed that live commentary. Let me know if you want that again. If you don't, episode 31, Scott goes on a date with Imani now. Now, okay, he brought up the British accent to Imani and it's like listen okay it's so obvious that he knows that American girls find British accents extremely hot him bringing it up like you like my accent I did not like that let us bring it up how hot it is don't if you're self-aware it makes it less hot you know what I'm saying but honestly I feel like he had mad chemistry with both Imani and Cassie on those dates. I was like, I don't know who this man is going to pick. The next day we get Johnny and Cassie flirting a lot. This starts the whole storyline of them possibly being an item. Cassie pulls Johnny up to soul ties. And this is where Johnny confirms that she is indeed bisexual. Cassie says she's bi-curious and they kiss. I love to see this. This is a fantastic play. I wish they would have coupled up, but I was excited because we haven't seen a same-sex connection in Love Island since season two. I'm, I mean, I don't watch like the French or like Swedish versions of Love Island, but I think I'm correct on that stat. I feel like if they would have coupled up, they could have won the whole damn thing. They were both wronged by Leo. Then we get the heart rate challenge but they do the thing again where they cut the heart rate challenge in half like they did with movie night no 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 it's giving bachelor bubble seasons don't love island i know there are some bachelor producers who work on love island usa maybe that's why but in episode 31 we get hannah and carmen's performance and oh boy will carmen's performance come up again okay Episode 32, picking up with the heart rate challenge. Destiny is next. And in ITM, she's like, who gave Destiny a whip? Okay, listen, I love Destiny. I know that's controversial because people say they're scared. It, this, I think it's Bergie who's like, people's heart rates weren't going through the roof because of sexual attraction. They were going through the roof because of fear regarding Destiny's performance. That made me laugh. I like Destiny because she is a Missouri girl. And guess where your girl is right now recording this? Missouri. I'm back home for a little bit. My 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 pup pup is laying down beside me. But I like Destiny because she's from Jefferson City. And again, I'm going to ride for my Missouri girls. I don't care how scary they are. I'm scary. You bet your bottom dollar. If I get, if somebody wrongs me, I'll get scary. I'll make your heart rate go up. But I also just, her personality is just like, is so perfect for reality TV. And she's a Missouri girl. So then Imani comes out. Honestly, the USPS should use her performance as some type of like advertising. I think that would be like a good move for the USPS. But again, I am not. The USPS does not come to me for advice. They should, but they don't. But all throughout these performances, we're getting these dumb puppy dog shots of Kenzo just throughout the girls performances and I'm just I literally yelled grow up listen I I don't like Kenzo and I'm gonna tell you guys why 
I have my side Love Island numbers account where I do all like my nerdy numbers and I track the gains. Any new bombshell who comes in, I get their starting stats. And so of course I did that for Kinzo. And when I found this man's TikTok, I was like, are you kidding me? He has like 159 followers, but he is making like manosphere gym TikToks. It's like bordering Andrew Tate. The TikTok that I saw that really just rubbed me the wrong way because I know that people with this mindset do spend a lot of time in the manosphere toxic Andrew Tate thing is he has this one where he's basically like, I don't need therapy. I go to the gym. It's like, first of all, Nobody's telling you not to go to the gym. Therapy is good for your brain. Working out is also good for your brain. That's proven as well. But you can't just go all in on one and be like, the other one is bad. No, you have to have a multifaceted approach. As someone whose job it is to analyze and digest a wide variety of social media content across the internet, I know that part of this like, alpha male Andrew Tate uh, sphere. Part of it are these guys saying like, if you go to therapy, you're a beta. You know, it it just very toxic and close-minded thinking. And I know that it is like one of the talking points of this side of the internet. When I see these things and when I see certain hashtags that he used, I'm like, okay, you know, I know what I'm dealing with. So that's, I I don't respect that. I think it's harmful to young men in this country who already are pressured, you know, don't cry, don't show emotions. And then when they grow up, they bought, they've had all of these emotions bottled up in them because they've never learned how to deal with them in a healthy way because we discourage men in this country from showing emotion, which I think is so dumb. This is obviously a much longer podcast that I could make about this point, but just know I've done my research and I I, I, I don't like it. And he now has this platform. So that's just my opinion. Oh, but after Imani's performance, she had put this bucket hat on Scott's head. By the way, I love how I switched from just like my my Kenzo speech to this, but I have to. ADHD, sorry. I'm working on it. She yanks this bucket hat off of Scott's head and his reaction was almost my face play of the game. But as she's walking away, Scott pretends to like fall and and he lays on Bergie's lap and Bergie's just like clapping and is patting him on the back and he's like dude the eye contact was insane and my immediate thought was like okay wait I want to see a Bergie and Scott spinoff show where he takes Bergie to like strip clubs or something how hilarious would that be like the way they are so opposite but it seemed like they were getting along. I stan this friendship. I want more of it. Show us more, you cowards. Then we get Taylor S. And I laughed out loud when she, at the end of her performance, takes Bergie for his own little special performance and sits him down in front of the fire pit. And when she's done and he gets up as well. She says to sit down, obviously meaning by the fire pit. He just sits back down on the ground. Dude, I laughed. 
He's just a he's just like a little innocent lamb or something. Johnny looks hot, but I had, of course, to be distracted by 18,000 more puppy dog shots of Kenzo looking so sad because his girl participated in a game because they're on a reality TV show. In between the performances or whatever, we get this conversation between Kenzo and Marco and Marco's like, why are you upset, dude? And he's like, all the girls are going to back Carmen. Hey, Kenzo, you need a binky, baby boy? Of course they're going to back her because she's, guess what, guys? Because she's on a reality TV show doing a thing called a heart rate challenge. And also, Kenzo, your jealousy wouldn't be this out of control if maybe you thought about going to therapy. Doesn't mean you have to stop going to the gym, baby boy. I don't know why I did that at the end. Maybe it's because I'm back in Missouri. And in ITM, Kenzo says Carmen took it too far and says respect is a big value of his. My guy, you're on a reality TV show doing a heart rate challenge. What on God's green earth are you talking about? Then we get Carmen in ITM correctly pointing out Kenzo is pouting about a heart rate challenge. She was like, what was I supposed to do? Not participate? Yeah, Carmen. That's exactly what guys like him want. And Kenzo pouting and not even cheering Carmen on during her heart rate challenge performance was my error of the game. Carmen again correctly points out in an ITM. She says, it's giving possessive boyfriend that makes you feel like you're in trouble. Absolutely could not agree more. I'm glad that she is aware. Now it's the boy's turn. Leo went all out and we will see later that it it paid off. Leo was, I mean, it was funny because in an ITM, Hannah was like, that boy definitely practiced that routine before. And I'm just picturing Leo like in his room or something being like, I'm going to use, this is going to be useful one day. Mattia was uh, interesting. Kyle comes out in his boxing outfit and when he removes his pants, Hannah reacts and her face play was almost my face play of the game. There was so much good face play during this heart rate challenge, guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. 
Margo then comes out and chaps, and in an ITM he says, I've always, like, you know, dry humped the air. You know, I humped my pillow in bed. Cool. And then here comes Kenzo. I literally wrote, he better not touch another girl. Because he proceeds to go, hey, ladies, I came this far to steal one heart and one heart only. And he only goes for Carmen, completely defeating the purpose of this whole challenge. He just looks like somebody who's not game. But even when he does only go to Carmen, he like ties her hands above her head and gives her like two kisses and then leaves. And all the girls are like, what about us? I I was totally with them. And then of course, in an ITM, he says, this is who he is. And he's a very respectful man. By the way, just want to let you know, he's saying all of this with his only clothing being a very small, small, tiny pirate speedo. Just want to let you guys know that. Then Bergie comes out with an American flag. They're all cheering him on. I thought that was sweet. And I, again, laughed out loud when he went to Carmen and said, you close the door in my face, I'm going to throw my ass in your face. Bro, what? I need to ask Pace Case about this moment. I'm very curious. I know she's not caught up fully yet, but I need her reaction to this. I just know she was probably like, excuse me. (laughs) He goes over to Cassie and has her rip his shirt off. And her reaction to this was my face play of the game. Zay's performance was boring. He like kissed each of their hands. That was, um, that gives me the ick. Do not kiss my hand. Keep my hand away from your mouth, sir. Next is Scott in the most oversized Top Gun costume I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm sorry. This is Love Island UK royalty. What are you? At least get him a fitted one. I know he's about to take it off, but still. The results, Zay's heart rate was raised the most by Destiny. Leo's was raised the most by Imani. Bergie's was raised the most by Taylor. Matias was raised the most by Imani. Marcos was raised the most by Hannah. Kyle's was raised the most by Cassie. Kenzo's was raised the most by Cassie. Who's respectful now? Scott was raised the most by Johnny. Then we get the girls' results. Hannah, Destiny, Carmen, and Taylor were all raised the most by Leo. Dude, I'm telling you, he may have, uh, that practice that he probably did in his bedroom for years leading up to this paid off. I thought this was random though. Johnny, Johnny's heart rate was raised the most by Zay. And then Scott got Imani and Cassie's heart rate the highest. The girls win this challenge. And then we get this chat with Carmen and Kenzo. He says she went too far. She immediately doesn't even let him get a beat, says it's a game. The whole point was to raise heart rates. They're going back and forth. And I have to say, Carmen is killing it in this argument. He starts to say, when your boyfriend and girlfriend, they're certain, she cuts him right off. She says, so we just don't get to participate? We're here for a reason. He claims he would have done his heart rate performance the same way, like just going up to her and nobody else, regardless of what she did, because that's just who he is. And she says she would have been fine with him going up to the other girls. And he says, but that's just not me. And she goes, then don't hold your standards to me. Then this dingus says, Hannah went about it so respectfully. What is he talking about? This prompts tear play from Carmen. But even though she's crying, 
he brings up Hannah again. And she says, then just go date Hannah. And Karma's just like, I haven't done anything to deserve this lack of trust. If you don't trust me in here, I don't know what that's going to say about the real world. Carmen holding her own and making fantastic and succinct points about not just the nature of reality TV, but relationships in general was my play of the game. Carmen can hold her own. I just was very impressed with her so much so that I gave this play the game. I thought she, I mean, she didn't make one bad point. She didn't back down. Then we get Cassie pulling Johnny to ask her some questions and she's like, do you feel like you have to be the boss? Because I'm always the boss in the relationship. And this prompts a laugh from Johnny. And she's like, it's all good. I like to be the submissive one. And Cassie's like, okay, good. Because I definitely can't see a future with you if I can't be the boss. Back to Kenzo and Carmen. He's like, this whole thing was just a big miscommunication. They make up. Again, I feel I feel good about Carmen. She can hold her own. In the morning, Scott jumps in bed with Johnny. I was like, okay. Then we get the final chance to recouple, and it's the girl's turn to pick. And guess what we get? Another, we're going to cut this in half. So we start this recoupling. Taylor picks her, in her words, Big Bad Bergie. Carmen picks Kenzo. Hannah picks Marco. Destiny picks Kyle. I was like, did I black out? When did this happen? I do not remember them even chatting. Cassie picks Leo. Let's be honest. She should have picked Johnny. They could have won the whole the whole damn season. Johnny picks Scott. I literally got down on my knees and said a prayer and said, thank you, God, because I need Scott to stay in for as long as possible. Mattia is eliminated. Mattia was hot. In the morning, Bergie gets a text that the boys will be preparing a special dinner for their girls and they will go out of the villa to get the ingredients. When all the girls think about their guys cooking, they all start to realize very slowly that none of them can really cook. And then someone was like, well, wait, what about Scott? And Destiny says, girl, have you seen British food? (laughs) And then they start talking about beans on toast. I mean, where's the lie? Where's the lie? It was nowhere because, again, Destiny's a Missouri girl. Destiny gets it. Destiny's straight to the point. Destiny's like, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything for anybody. I'm going to tell the truth. I love Destiny. Sue me. Pursue legal action against me. Do it, you cowards. But apparently, Zay can cook. So he basically takes the lead during the shopping and the cooking and all of that. At dinner, Scott asks everyone if this is what Thanksgivings are like. Yes, All American Thanksgivings typically take place in tropical locations with a bunch of people you've only known for a month. So yes, Scott, this is exactly what American Thanksgivings are like. They all go around and say what they're thankful for, which is followed by them getting a text that in their couples, they must vote for the least compatible couple. And then they must reveal their votes in front of everybody in the fire pit. Carmen and Kenzo vote Zay and Imani. Zay and Imani vote Destiny and Kyle. Destiny and Kyle vote Zay and Imani. Taylor and Bergie vote Scott and Johnny. Hannah and Marco vote Kyle and Destiny. Leo and Cassie vote Zay and Imani. Scott and Johnny vote Zay and Imani. And then basically we say goodbye to Zay and Imani. Now everybody gets to vote for their favorite couple. And I'm going to tell you, I voted for Scott and Johnny because I want Scott to stay in for as long as possible. And I don't care who knows it. But before we go... I got some gains for you. 
Here are your top three Instagram gains in the past 24 hours. Number one is Imani, who gained 3.9K for a total of 48K. KK is in second, gaining 2.6K for a total of 42.3K. And Cassie gained 2.5K for a total of 28.8K. These gains are definitely lower than UK, but they're better than a week of Bachelor. (laughs) Your top three Instagram chart is Mattia with 313K, Scott with 297K, and Marco with 131K. And your top three TikTok is Snake Wrangler Robert with 805.3K, Jonah with 283.3K, and Dark Lord Highland Hater Mike in third with 260.3K. This has been Grafting with Grace Ann.